And we are back with a brand new talking shop right here in the Go Home Show. Yes, indeed. We back, y'all. What it is. See you. Still never lost. Never got canceled. Now we in the fall season. Never furloughed. That's what we should call this episode. Never furloughed. But I'm collecting that unemployment. Back like oh. Back. <laughs> Same. Same. See, they finally sent my joint in. It took like three months. The unemployment? Yeah. Oh. Wow. They hit you with that back pay? I'm like, damn. Because Mama T, you said that they took a while for your joint too? Yeah. But I thought you, because I remember, you, like I said, you was quarantining before quarantine. Nah, but so I, I, thought I found later. You still had the job. Oh, okay, okay. Shit, Malcolm was about to start sucking dick for some for some for some coins. <laughs> oh, no, man, you want oh. this cheeseburger? Mm, what you gonna do with these fries? That are crossing <laughs> your eyes, my guy. Um, yo, shout out to everybody though that's been tuning in. You know, everybody's been. I've been seeing the numbers. A lot of people, you know. I've, yeah, we've been having a, like a lot of good momentum. Like I've passed what three. Four episodes? Yeah, past, like, I get three, four episodes. Um, Last episode, obviously, that was, like, jam-packed. I highly straight episode so far. They love us out here. You like me. You really like me. Yeah, not, <laughs> only, not only, I guess, in the U.S., worldwide. We're going worldwide, baby. Worldwide, baby. I told you it's that Garcia effect. Garcia is our draw. You know, we, we pushing it, you know. We trying to... We're trying to get into that main event status. You know, <laughs> we're, we're, we're still in the mid-card. Yeah, we're going to continue, you know, to push the contact on, on Twitter. Follow our Twitter page and on Instagram. Hit them with the handle. Hit them with the handle. Hit them with the handle. Um, Go home underscore podcast on Twitter. And then the go home show on Instagram. And, you know, we would follow us at on Spotify, on Apple, on Anchor. Oh, y'all don't know where to and, follow us at. And OnlyFans, we got and that coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> we got some PP, some pay per view content from Christopher Garcia. About to hit the streets, like Shawn Michaels back in the day. If you know, you know. Sunny days. Because <laughs> when you know, you know. <laughs> Yo, Shawn Michaels would have made a killing in OnlyFans, like back in his heyday. Yo, you remember when he did Playgirl? That's what I was saying. That's what I was referring to to you. Yeah. Imagine your man Val Venus. <laughs> oh, yes. The Godfather. Sonny. Yeah. Prime Sonny. Damn. Sable. Don Marie. Oh, oh. Have fathers out here catching heart attacks. Oh. <laughs> what a story, <laughs> Yeah, I remember that angle. That angle, my mom, because that's when like SmackDown was still on like UPN regular. Yeah, so I remember my mom came in one time during that angle, and then the TV got turned off quickly right after that. <laughs> <laughs> like it was like a few moments growing up where wrestling land almost landed me a hot water. The live sex celebration, I was oh. petrified somebody was going to walk in my room because I couldn't explain that shit. I don't even know <laughs> what was going on, but the, it was like. We're gonna have a large sex celebration. It's like, all right, like, what are they like? How are this whole thing going to be played out? <laughs> and then when Bidoff took over, and then he always had, 
he always started mentioning HLA, hot lesbian mm-hmm. action. <laughs> Let's bring out the lesbians. And everybody was like, wow. Yo, Raw was wilding back then. That was when you know, had just, to, That was when Lito was wilding. Every angle Lito was in was like a wild angle. It was a bunch like, of fucking miscarriage. The cane shit. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, the miscarriage one was... By far the most hilarious thing with Schnitzky. He just straight out just punted that baby. (laughs) It wasn't my fault. No, the funniest thing in that angle, I don't know if you guys remember, is like when um, Kane got the news that Kayfabe was like she had the miscarriage. You just heard him screaming. (laughs) And then like, and then she's just like, (laughs) he's screaming. And then Lita is just like, like, she's like completely like zoned out, like depressed. Like yeah. oh, I was like, wow. Yo, I ain't gonna hold you. Lita was for the streets. It was between Matt Hardy, Edge, King. Yeah, she was for the streets back then. I'm trying to think. It was like another. I think when they also like during Thanksgiving when they always used to have like the divas like wrestling that gravy. I hated that. <laughs> My sister hated that. She would just look at me like, "What are you watching?" I'm like, ah, "Wrestling." It's, it's Vince. <laughs> like, I don't control this shit. Blame Yo, Vince. It- <laughs> It used to be fucking terrible. I still remember, I believe it might have been WrestleMania 23, 24. Oh, it was the Wilson and all of that coach. Yeah, and it was honestly in in a fucking, what was it, a, a pool of pudding <laughs> at WrestleMania. I was like, why is this, a, this is a waste of time. <laughs> like, I'm glad, honestly, like the women's division is at a completely different stage. But legit, that was what you call that was more than a cool down match. Like that was like a waste of time. Let me go take a piss, maybe buy a shirt, some nachos. They, now, when it, it was lit when they did the strip tease, like they used to do it on SmackDown when like Tads or somebody with the, like the, the the judge. It was the same shit every. It, it was the same shit every fucking week. Extreme expose. Oh yeah, I thought we was gonna see some titties. <laughs> that motherfuckers <laughs> got me. No, but like some of the shit they used to wear was like it, it was just you cover the nipples, make sure the cha cha is shaved, and then just go out there. And it was always Tori Wilson winning every single time. It was. Hey, Tori or Stacy. Tori. Yeah. And an occasional jazz. Like if they want to throw a curveball, they have jazz. Then everybody's like, boo. They wanted to get front of primitive action. But then, they used to, but then they used to throw my girl and Mickey James in there. Ooh. Yo, Mickey looking good on road the other night. She's still looking good. Always have. I said, I must say, Mickey James been looking good since she's been on TV. Since day one. Yo, Even in other forget. promotions. Yeah, I'll still never forget the um, the crotch grab um, at Mania with her and Trish. <laughs> Which you, you guys can no longer see that anymore on the network. Whoa. It's been completely scrapped. I'm sure it's out there somewhere on YouTube. It was, yeah, it was edited out like that part. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you she, remember? She actually called me for that, that backstage. Oh, yeah. Eventually, oh, like, no, yeah. He said, oh, no. Straight <laughs> grab. And then she licked her finger, and I was just like, that is the hottest thing I've ever seen. Yo, yo, T, I don't know if you've seen, like, it's been going around Twitter the past week. They showed like the episode on Raw when like Triple H made the girl like flash her tits. Yeah, oh, I know. I seen it. Been... I was gonna put it up on IG the other day. I forgot. 
I'm like, damn, Rose War was wild. But no. even that Mickey James storyline, that shit was dope. Yeah, like, when they made her out to be like the crazy stalker. Yeah, like in all the twists and turns, like she was like the <laughs> mentor, and then she was happy to be here. But then, like you said, she turned over into the crazy stalker yeah. lesbian. Loved it, loved it. It was like a thriller. Yeah, she it was, was the a... mistletoe. That, that that was the one I remember. The mistletoe like she, kiss. Yeah, like she was the modern day what women are. Just amplified. Simplified. You <laughs> crazy, thick bottom, a little stalkerish, a little crazy. Like this is what sometimes some women, not all women, not as I don't want to offend some of our our followers, but let's be honest. Man, the women in the office. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. <laughs> Now, fun shit. We'll we'll talk about that shit more. But um, we had a crazy couple of weeks in the wrestling world. Like, I think these past two weeks has been like a perfect end for the summer in the professional wrestling land. We had mad pay per views. We had crazy debuts. Surely we had champions. It surely was a summer scam. That was a summer scam from any any promotion from AEW and WWE. Wasn't a bad show. Yeah, everything, everything pretty much delivered. Because I know a, a few people. Um, we'll talk about all out um later, but a few people online thought all out fell a little flat. But I thought it was cool. I think also too with AEW, they they have to really like they they are a promotion that relies on like fans' voices and reactions. So even with all this less capacity, they're not getting the full output what they could get if everything was normal. Yeah, I I definitely think it was their. I'll I'll definitely say it was their weakest pay per view. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was it was two reasons why. I'll say the first all out was. You think the first all out was better than this one? No, I think this one was better than the first all out. Mm-hmm. Like the first all out, I didn't really. It was all right, but I I'll say because I guess now with the year as a company and also with the storylines that we saw going into all out, I think mm-hmm. that's what made it. Like it actually felt like a wrestling promotions pay per view rather than just like a show and a card. Mm-hmm. If you, well, we'll, we'll, we'll talk yeah, about we'll talk about it. Well, we got um the summer slam and the payback. Yeah, we got. They said you wouldn't even see it coming. That was the tagline for SummerSlam. <laughs> and then, you know, Vince sent out that jumble screen, and then Roman said, all right, I'll come back. So do you, do you think the tagline was created because they knew Roman Reigns was coming? Oh, yeah. They, they, they definitely had this plan for a while. Yeah. I, I just hated during the show, Michael Cole just trying to ram that um, tagline in. It'd be like fucking RKO out of nowhere. You didn't see that coming. Like, okay, okay. But to, but to be honest, nobody, nobody, seen, nobody seen Roman coming, though. They should have saved it for that. And that's why I felt like they were fucking wasting it on RKOs and fucking kicks. And then even when Roman Reigns, like, two seconds, he's like, you didn't see that coming. I'm like, okay. Oh, my. But let's talk about what okay. Roman returned, though. He was talking so spicy. I thought he was about to drop a, a record. Like, he was talking crazy to Umbre. 
All I have to all I have to say, it was about fucking time. Yo, he said I made you a monster. <laughs> How you say that? I made you a monster. He did. Braun Strowman, Roman Reigns, that feud on Raw was lit. That yeah. was like one of the legit like good feuds in recent memory. Nigga said you wouldn't be shit without me. That was like with the ambulance match, and they were like. That's when like yeah. Braun, Braun was like doing like every week was like a, a, a feat of strength like the car. Yeah, shit. that shit was lit. The Titantron. Mm-hmm. I loved it. I loved the, and then they even made even though like he took Bray down, Bray didn't take the. the yeah, he. The they, that wasn't gonna happen. Yeah, so it worked out for everybody. Nah, I think the big money match that was gonna be this year that they're probably gonna save for next year is the Fiend versus Roman. I'm yeah. See, see, the thing that's been going on. See, I probably agree with you. The thing that's been going on since another storyline was going on. They put they saying that it's gonna be Roman versus Big E at uh, WrestleMania. Hmm. Hmm. Because if he wins, if he wins the Royal Rumble, I would like to see that. Yeah, because my Monique voice. Because they saying that that they you know obviously been seeing Big E been getting pushed lately, and then Roman's obviously a heel now. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. It's been a, it's been crazy chat on Twitter about this. I'm like, yo, y'all sure that's gonna happen? I don't know if that's gonna happen, but a lot of people seem to think this is gonna happen. I'm like, y'all working yourself into a shoot booking something <laughs> that we don't. You know how wrestling fans get? They they book themselves into shoots. H H. And then they'll hate them. And I'm like, yo, I'm not too sure that they're gonna do that for Biggie. I hope it happens for him, but I don't know if that's gonna really happen. A lot could happen from September to now. And I would think with the with the Vince McMahon and the crony circle, I think they will feel like it was like a, a rehash of Kofi yeah. just only a few years ago. So I don't yeah. know if they want to pull a trigger on that so soon at Mania. Yeah, I'm like y'all. It would have to be it, yeah. It would have to be something completely different. But I'm still you still got to remember there's still someone who can. Cash in on any an opportunity at any moment in time. Yo, at the yo, at the um Otis seen that he was not cashing in anyway. He seen Roman in the ring. He was like, no, 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 no. Yo, he's like he's been like very limited on TV, not really like caring. I, say, I have not really been like seeing too much of Otis lately. I know they had a I know like heavy machinery had a match not long ago. But they've honestly, like, it's been like, oh, I totally forgot. Like, after that match with uh, Mandy and Sonya, mm-hmm. like, I, uh, he came out, he had his, his briefcase. And I was like, I honestly totally forgot. Yeah. And I think it's, <laughs> it's a good thing. Like, you would, you know, like, normally I'll joke around and I'll be like, whoo, whoo. But it made me think, I'm like, wow, I totally fucking forgot Otis has the briefcase. Yeah, that happened at the beginning of quarantine. Yeah. Yeah. What was it, like, late April was uh, Money in the Bank? Yeah. Yeah, like, because I was the first one. Yeah, so, like, imagine, like, it, it can happen at any fucking moment in time. Just keep it, keep them low-key. Yeah. I think they want to, I think they're saving the briefcase for, for the fans. Because I think, like, that's also another thing with wrestling that doesn't yeah. really work unless there's, like, that pop. Yeah, for the pop and then the intrigue. Because I forgot who did it when it was like teasing like to cash in. And it was like, you know what? No, I'm done. I'm not going to do it today. Fuck, who was that? I think it was Alberto or somebody where he was literally about to cash in. He's like, nah, not today. 
<laughs> nah, but speaking of um Otis though, like shout out to um Mandy and Sonya for doing that match at, at all that. That was a really, that was a that was a really great build up. Great build up. Um, the match was good. There were no losers, honestly, in this at all. Yeah, especially the circumstances to just to go through that match and everything. Yeah, allegedly. Allegedly. We about to become the I don't know. I've been, go hearing, home I've, show. I've been hearing some uh, some some different stuff over that whole situation with the kidnapping. Yeah, there's been there's been a lot of different versions on how that wasn't a real thing. Are we getting worked? I don't no. I don't want to say it's a work, but like <laughs> they, some of that stuff happened to a certain extent as to what was being said and what we're being led to. I don't know. I'm not saying it's true or not. You know, just open up possibilities of what it can be. I'm not saying that, you know, like, it's an angle. Okay. I don't think it has anything to do with, like, that with being a work, I think. Yeah, I don't think the, it's an angle because Sonya was too hot. To t- like, yeah. Take a wolf. Yeah, they, they, they wouldn't, they definitely wouldn't have done that. But I just feel like there, there are some, you know, different versions floating out there and how that whole situation really played out. So, just putting that out there. You know, mm-hmm. um. The the one match that I, I was, I'm, I was more than than happy to see how it everything played out, was the uh, the Dominic and Seth Rollins match. Ooh. That lived up to everything. Um, Seth did a really great job. Dominic stole the show. He he got his licks. He, you know, Seth made him look like a million bucks. He didn't hurt him, which was great. So, you know, we don't have to hear, <laughs> you know, Brett talk about, God damn it, Seth. <laughs> I was just about to say, every time I hear Seth Rollins, I think about Bret Hart. God damn it, Seth. Such a dangerous worker. <laughs> yeah. let, me, let me ask you something about what, where do y'all rank this feud, that feud, the, the Mysterios and um, Seth Rollins for the year? It's up for the year, year? I, I, I would say it's up there. I wouldn't. I would, I want to say it's like definite top, but I'll say it's up there just off of the storyline and like the ups and downs and the ebbs and flows that has come within the storyline. It felt like a real wrestling storyline from like a, a throwback, like back in the day. Yeah, because it was built up, and then it took it went up another level. Because it just start, it started out with Mysterio and, and Rollins. Yeah. And then that, it, it came into, like, the sun. So, like I said, very old school in a sense, which which I appreciate the longevity. I thought it was going to end up starting sooner when when Brock and Ray had that, that feud. Oh, yeah, when they had the double six one. Maybe that was, like, the tester. Yeah, like, like well, maybe let's, let's throw it out there. Let's see... You know what can honestly happen, but this feud, uh, are we talking about like how does it rank for me, like all time or like this oh, year? No, 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 this year. I'm just talking about this year. This year itself, it definitely, um, I'm a, I'll, I'll throw it in there as at top five. I was gonna say, I think it's top five, it's definitely top five for me. I don't know, I wouldn't put it in a specific number, but. It definitely ranks top five for me without a without a doubt. Even possibly top three. Yeah, I know. I'm, a, oh, no, go ahead, Malcolm. 
Nah, nah, I was just saying on the raw standpoint, there's a few feuds, uh, you know, you had the, the Orton Edge thing. Obviously, that got cut short. Now we got the the Orton um, McIntyre thing going on now. Yeah. Um, then, you know, obviously the, the, the feud that they've been lingering with the Sasha and Bailey thing. Mm-hmm. The female Gargano Champa. Yeah. <laughs> now, I was going to say, I know what my number one feud is this year. Cassidy! I, thought I was just about to say. <laughs> yeah, I you know, I can I can literally like watch or listen to Jericho yell out Cassidy on the loop, and I'm not even lying. Like those have been the the top. Honestly, I think if you look at from the last three months, um, the best fuse that I would probably is Mister uh, Dominic Rollins. Cassidy, Jericho, and I'm like, it was still for me at one point, but it it started to pick up, and a lot of steam was the Manny and Sonya. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Within the last three months, um, I can throw another one in there, and that's you know, like if I was to go like New Japan, you know, with having uh, Evil turn on the entire Los Ingobernables. You know, and then that's definitely there as well. Um, but I think the main focus, honestly, would definitely have to be um, Dominic Orange Cassidy and Jericho. Like they they were killing his segments every week. Yeah, those two was like probably the top feuds from the two American companies running American companies. Yeah, we got a lot of great heel work this year, you know, from the yeah. Jericho's. Um, and I was going to say, um, the honorary mention for that, the elite with a question mark, because I feel like there's, like, about to be a whole lot of shenanigans going down on Wednesday nights coming soon. We might get, like, a triple turn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The Bucks are it's angry. Hang man. crazy things going on Wednesday yeah. nights. Now that elite storyline was coming, like we haven't seen it yet, but I, I like I like the build up and the the seeds that they already started planting. Because it's already been like what three months now, four months, mm-hmm. maybe even year if we go back. Because I remember last year, um, leading up to the pay per view before the Rona, they had the whole Hangman and Omega is not on the same page. Yeah, 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 but yeah, but before we get into that, like all out and all that. No, no, we were just talking about feuds. Yeah. Um. How y'all feeling about, you know, we had another pay-per-view um, takeover, the 30th anniversary of the takeover. You see, it's all being so crazy. I forgot all about that shit. <laughs> yeah, it's been so much shit going on. But, um, you know, Keith Lee obviously dropped the belt. My man, Keith, they done Keith Lee dirty. I thought Black Lives Matter. This nigga went from double champion to losing out the door in like a month span. No, no, no. I'm fucking around. I'm fucking around. Oh, now. no, no, no. I'm just taking it like he was double champion. And then if you like had a Coleman and you will return on NXT, you'd be like, where the fuck he went? Yeah, it, uh, it was very it was very dramatic on how it, it, it honestly seemed like within three weeks, they're like, okay, well, we want to finish up this storyline down here in NXT. We want them. We want them on Raw in the next. And I was like, okay, so like, how are we gonna do this? And I felt like how they made them look. Obviously, like it, it's it was probably gonna end up happening, but it's, it just was too rushed. 
Yeah, it, it felt like everything was not, and not, I want to talk about that when we talk about NXT, but it did feel rushed. Like grabbing the two titles, giving up one. Right, blah, immediately blah, 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 blah. after. Yeah, and then just losing the carrying cross and then out the door. Like it seemed like you said, it's rushed. Like they, I guess they got upset and saying, like, oh, we need Keith Lee after SummerSlam, so do what you got to do. Yeah, um, I, I think you made a point on this last episode, T, um, where you said that. He should have defended the title, the North American title, early in the um the, the pay-per-view. Oh, and then had Karrion Cross like fuck him over for that one. Yeah. Yeah, it, it worked storyline-wise. Like I'm um I'm surprised Triple H didn't go for that. Cause he always seemed like somebody since NXT has started where it's been very logical. Like I've never really watched NXT these past few years and felt like, why is this happening? Like, where's this coming from? Because I remember they had, like, that triple threat. Like, it was, like, uh, maybe a year ago where it was, like, Pete Dunne versus Ricochet versus somebody else while Pete Dunne and Ricochet were, like, holding the UK and mm-hmm. North American Championship. Mm-hmm. But Pete Dunne's wasn't on the line. So I, I thought that was that, – I remember, I remember thought that was a cool match where Pete Dunne wasn't a triple threat for another championship while being champion. Yeah. But, yeah, shit like that. You could tell, like, like you said – Triple H or NXT probably got the call from Vince was like, yo, we need Keith Lee after SummerSlam. And that's that. And so they had to do what they did. When, I thought it was dope, though. Giving him double champion on, on the way out, that's always going to be like a big moment in yeah. NXT in his career. So it's not all lost. But you yeah, could tell yeah. that, that story that story had way more way, way more way more twists and turns than we got. Yeah, yeah and then, it, it, then if they would have knew that Cross got, you know, he hurt. Was hurt midway through the match. <laughs> Vince is like, oh, the men NXT boys. <laughs> you hate to see it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> like, you don't have to get the title off of Cross. What happened? What happened, Paul? He hurt. One they day? Say, you, you better book that Fatal 4-Way on Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> one day. What did I and, hear this before? And, NXT, one-day champion? <laughs> But for me, I said it. It it ended up. It honestly, it worked out. Yeah, it did. You know, but in a weird way, I don't know if it was just me, but like I felt like that the fatal four way kind of felt a little flat in for me in some ways. Oh no, we're gonna talk about that with NXT. Like I, when we have our NXT talk, understand why you said that. Now we on it now. We on it now. Now we good. Now, I was gonna say, um, for the first time in its history since it's appeared on the network in USA, NXT is starting to look like a little bit of a retread. Like okay. NXT has has always like since the network and being on USA, like what was it like four or five years now? Since they've when did the network launch? Uh I think twenty fourteen. Yeah. So six years now. So the six years of the NXT being on the network, there never felt like a time where a lot of people who've been in NXT for a while have still stayed there. Like, because you remember, they always still like NXT, you get like the champion, you do your shit, and then you yeah. move on. Uh-huh. You never really had somebody like shallowing or like in the NXT water for like a very long time. That's why when they had the triple, um, the fatal four way. It was basically all four people that held the championship. Yeah. yeah. 
I said this before, like that there's a couple of dudes that's been there a little too long. But in this case, I'm gonna I'm backtrack on that because if they didn't have Cody, they didn't have Champa, then they couldn't put like say if they bring up most of those guys and Cross mm-hmm. gets hurt, who's gonna be the champ? True. Now that is true, but also I, I think perfect. No, yeah. I just think well, um NXT. I think uh, the main roster. I don't think they want Gargano. I think he's probably NXT for life until he decides to retire or leave. If you have certain special matches, like I would love Who, to Gargano? see, I would love to see a a Gargano Daniel Bryan match. Yeah, exactly. Like no, I a- would too. I, I just don't trust the the people on the. SmackDown Raw side, you know the the cronies, like the how goonies. it's like how it gets booked. Yeah, but like, but 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 Gargano's not even doing nothing for a while on NXT. True, I he think he's with, he, he, he started to turn into like the um. It's funny, I'm watching Saved by the Bell right now, but he's like turning into like the high school bully because he's just been there for so long. He like the dude that you get out of school and then they waiting for you outside, like your older friends and stuff. Yeah, I've been Gargano. You know, I've done all this shit. You kind of go into the Harvey Dent mode right now. <laughs> <laughs> you really do. You live long enough to see yourself become the villain, really. But I feel, I feel bad for Cross. Like even like I'm understand Finn knows his pain the most, but grabbing a title and having to relinquish it the next show after it has to suck. Yeah, I think. He, you know, when he comes back, I don't know when he's coming back. He, they're gonna slap it back on him. But I think that might be better for him because, depending on when he's come back, there might be fans in attendance, and I, and so he might be able to pick up that momentum again with the fan output. Who do you? You never know. He might even show up to the to the main roster at one point. Yeah, it's true. It's like he already got that NXT championship, and they already see them as money. Might as well. Like I know, I know for a fact. Like there's a lot of um, a lot of strong, um, positive, you know, things for him. Like they're very high on him in the yeah, company. I heard that too. That they're very high on him. You know, they they see dollar signs. So, I, dude, imagine a, a match with him and Alistair. I was about mm. to say because I was the other guy from like NXT. I remember like when it was start, like his career was starting off in main roster. People was like, we like him. Like, and I think Alistair Black was, like, the only one I yeah. can remember where they were like, yo, we like him, and we got plans for him. Or they can even form a tag team. Like the bar in the sense? Like, like opposites attract? Or, like, we, the, we're just binded? From the same cloth. Like, you don't hear me say this often. True. You don't hear me say this often, but if they were somehow we got, some we type of like a rated RKO type situation. Exactly. Alistair Who knows? Like you could even you can honestly, you can you can even make it to a point where they can even become a little faction. You throw some some other people in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know why not? Our business style. Yeah. Which again, they've been killing it. Yes. Who? The hurt business. Okay, um, MVP. I'm, I'm, I got a new member. Yeah, I'm. I'm Somebody has seen the light. I'm very, very invested. Um, now I'm very curious to see how this whole thing develops. 
Chris, you said it right. They got the, the nice T-shirts. They got the – those shirts is – You ever hear most people say about that from, like, a, a WWE merch? Was a minute. Oof. Like, they really – you could tell they really invested into this whole thing. Yeah. They would have just given you a, a, a black tee with, you know, some <laughs> bullshit print. Or, like, yo, you can just honestly tell, even from, like, the material – Got a nice little glossy fit. I was like, okay. I see where that merch money is going. I was like, they gave they gave you guys the Jimmy Jazz type of you know vibe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's like, oh y'all shopping at y'all shopping at the new Jimmy's, not the old Jimmy's. You're like, you get some J's with some de- denim. You're like, go get some distress jeans on it. But I was gonna say before we jump over the NX, I wanna see how you guys what you guys gonna feel about um Finn's second reign going forward now. Like how do you feel like see him going? He's gonna always continue carrying the black and gold flag. Do you think we get the demon? No. No? No. Um honestly, I'm good that the 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 WWE Demon King, I, I'm very happy that that's <laughs> it. Yeah, I ain't going to hold you. I'm cool off that. I'm very... Demon it's Demon King! Yo, it was like you guys are just over... It's straight trash. Like, they oversaturated it. No, nah, they, they didn't. The, the, the main roster, they, they didn't know what to do with it. Not to do with it, they just the didn't know the, the, the significance... Demon. And then we always talked about this at the store, but I remember the go home show before that SummerSlam where they showed the entrance and Chris yeah. was pissed. It was like I was, I was pissed too. Like the money show was on Sunday. Hype this nigga up. Why are you showing his entrance for the first time ever on free TV when the pay per view is just six days away? Like it made no fucking sense. You do it on Raw and he and it's not even a match. You just have him come out. They could have tease it like some horror shit. Like, Not even. They didn't even have to do any of that. They, you you could have done like a quick, a quick snippet of like, him, no. like coming into the demon. Yeah, like a, a a type of metamorphosis. But now you literally like, what the fuck did you just do? Yeah, but I, the, I, 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 <laughs> I understand why it was done because. It, it it all comes down to ratings. That's what it really comes down to. Like, hey, if we can throw a little bit of a teaser in there, then you know some people people are gonna tune in. But that wasn't the teaser because they got the whole meal. They got the yeah. whole. Entrance. It's basically like you gave him a blowjob, but not the pussy. That's basically what it was. <laughs> it was terrible, and I was so fucking pissed off that they did that. So no, I know. So what they're going right now is they want to move away from that as much as possible. And it's the best decision for Finn that they can do. Not to say, hey, we're going to completely lock this out the box. Mm-hmm. But if it really needs to happen, then you do it. Like, let's say somewhere down the line. Like WrestleMania NXT weekend? Let's say something like that. And it has to be a really good triangle. Obviously, cliche. Let's say you throw in the fiend, and 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 somehow you're you're trying to get into Finn. You don't do it the first time. That's not a first time thing. You're like, yeah, oh, that, that was going to be um the TLC match. 
Oh, you mean the one where we're supposed to by meningitis? Then roll out of hand. Because they were going to do that. It was going to be Sister Abigail versus the demon. Jesus. Which with no build up, like you said, no, none of the switching, like I Fiend would, versus Finn Balor, Demon I, versus Bray Wyatt. It was no I switch. Would, it was yeah. just. I was honestly very curious to see how this whole Sister Abigail thing was going to turn out. It's the one thing that I, I, I was very disappointed that I never really got a chance to see. I was very curious to see what the fuck was going to get played on this. Well, now they got this whole Alexa Bliss thing going on. Which I am very intrigued and interested in. Yeah, they finally broke her Nikki up. Which did they? Who, 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 turned, who turned on who? Did Alexa turn on Nikki or Nikki turned on Bliss? I mean, it wasn't... No, like, it was they just said, down. fuck it, we got... It was like a, it was like um, there was no split. It was more like they just separated them, without you know doing a breakup. Like they're always oh, going to yeah. be friends, but they kind of gave them the split. Not like yeah. the, not like the stupid shit that they did with the iconics, with which was like, what the fuck? Yeah, well, we they... we'll get into that a little later. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but. In terms of the 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 fiend, um, not, not the fiend. I'm sorry about that. Um, with the uh, him showing demon, put that in the back pocket for when it really matters. Don't 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 even tease it. But like, get to a point where like how I would book it is like even the first match. Say if you want, which it seems like this is where they're gonna people are gonna want to start. Putting in their like their alter egos. Don't even do it the first time. Don't even do it the second time. Do it like the third time. Like give people yeah. like, oh, he's not gonna, oh, he's not gonna do it. Oh, he really broke him. He really put him in a very bad place. And then, boom. Because even Jeff Hardy, he wants to get into, he wants to get on this whole. I want to wrestle the Fiend. He wants to bring back uh, the Willow character that he had on Impact. We'll see, Jeff. You know. So we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see on that. Any, um, yes. Yeah. Anything else on NXT um, TakeOver, y'all? What was that? Um, Anything else on or NXT before we wrap up? Um, um I don't think they they this whole stupid thing with retribution is honestly just bothering me. <laughs> oh yeah, that's my the worst storyline of the year. I'm I'm over it. You know what it was? Because they didn't drop the next they didn't drop like the next like hat, the next reveal shortly after coming. So now they're just doing the same oh. shit. And yeah. you're like, what the fuck is this? Yo, I don't know if y'all seen Raw this week, but like, you could clearly see who was in the group. I see you, me and Yim. I see you. Please, I see you. I see you. Nigel, I see you. Like, they even saying that because they've been rotating people in and out, that they really haven't even finalized anything 100%. Like, who's in it and whatnot. <laughs> they went from like five people to like 20 people in the group to like back to five. 
I know people said they want Roman Reigns to lead him just so he has people behind him, but it just doesn't make yeah. sense. So, like you said, that we whole need... retribution shit right now is ah. We don't need Roman with these broke bulls. <laughs> we don't need Roman. With yeah. It, it doesn't make any sense at all. I know there's been a, a lot of uh, conspiracy theories on how maybe Roman is also behind the whole retribution thing. Shout out to R Truth with the conspiracy. But it's, <laughs> yo, now, honestly, yo, that was my favorite shit with R Truth when he was doing that conspiracy shit in like 2011. Yeah. And they never capitalized on that too because it was true. It was like, it was a conspiracy. And they, and they kept like, Throwing hints and teases that there is somebody at hand controlling shit, but they never yeah. follow through in it. Yeah, he was say conspiracy. C O N. Speaking of Roman, we didn't even talk about who who's by his side now. Oh, Paul. No, I was going to say before we dropped off the NXT. There's also some shit been flying on the internet. I I wanted to bring up to you guys. They were saying how a certain somebody we just talked about should go to NXT as like the next progression in his career. Who's that? Dominic. Oh, oh, okay. Um. I could kind of see it because even when Dominic wrestles, he, he's, he's, he's kind of like a throwback of the wrestler who you know has no business really being in the ring, but you just want him to win or like give it his best. You know what I mean? Like that real underdog. Yeah. Yeah. Why like, would you throw him on the um two hundred five roster or not NXT? Because it's the logical progression. Like they can tell Ray, like, "Hey Ray, this is your son. We know it's your son, but he's not cutting it here. So we're gonna send him to NXT because you no. know NXT. You don't you don't see it like that. No, I would not do that. Anything close to that. I th- I think he's too hot right now. They're not gonna do that. Yeah, that that's like a that's a bad move. No, 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 not not right now. But if, like, because, you know, shit gets stale in WWE quick. So that's, mm-hmm. like, like if they want to move him and say, like, we don't have anything for him, why don't you just throw him the NXT? Like like I said, because it was based off developmental, even though it's the third brand now. And you can, like, see his, like, he reminds me, Dominic right now is, like, a creative wrestler in a video game. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Vince giving him no. <laughs> Vince ain't giving him back. It would be cool. Nah, it was just something I saw. I was like, oh, that, that sounds pretty dope. I just wanted to bring that up. Oh, wait, hold on. We even mentioned the, 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 the Adam Cole-Pat match. Pat had some moves. Yeah, Pat did have some moves. Nice little somersault. Yeah, yeah but then it just, it, it, it just seemed too too choppy for me. Oh, like too much weight in a choreograph? Yeah, like he was natural. Don't get me wrong. But there was a, there was a lot of stuff that you can tell that Adam Cole had to really be the uh, the ring general in that one. You know what I was perplexed about this whole build that never came into fruition? I'm surprised they didn't really try to pair up Corbin and McAfee together. No, that is true. Because I know there was like, oh, they're roommates. So why didn't, wouldn't Corbin be like, oh. they roommates? Yeah, they used to be roommates like <laughs> when they played football. Yeah, they played the Colts. So I remember they kept saying this. I was like, "Why isn't Baron Corbin like around, like, like showing around? Like, oh, don't be scared. He's undisputed era punk. So some shit like that. And then you that builds up like a feud between them and Corbin. Whenever, whenever. Yeah, I, I felt like that was like a missed opportunity. Hmm. I could see that. 
Because they kept talking about it. It was like, yeah, you know, he used to be roommates with Baron Corbin. I was like, where the fuck is Corbin then? <laughs> Being a fake king. <laughs> Everybody, give that shit up already. You still hanging around with the crown and shit. Yeah, it's over. No fans. Everybody forgot about King in the Ring. That shit needs to go. If they wanted to be, they could have, I don't know if y'all been seeing on the IG, they could have did like a, a different gimmick for Corbin. You know, he'd be on his little cooking shit. Oh, yeah. Yo, Corbin is a goofball. You, he, he reminds me as like a less refined edge. <laughs> a less refined edge. Like, because he does all that quirky and, and, and stupid stuff, but it doesn't come off as like top tier, like edge, but it's kind of like in the same vein. King, he's a cook. He's a fucking constable. Corbin. The man of many hats over there. Master of none. The the loser of the briefcase because he got back. What did he do to piss off? Somebody backstage with his briefcase? He did something. Who are you talking about? Baron Corbin, Corbin. When he lost the scene like that. Like he oh, did something. I forgot what it was. But he just had mad backstage heat, and that was the reason why he lost like that. It was grand opening, grand closing. Oh, Lord. Um, anything else on tap? Um, we, um, I would say on NXT-wise, um, Rhea and um, Mercedes had a good cage match over the week. My son, Robert Stone. That was R&D. good shit. Good shit. So was, you know, EO's been holding it down. For the ladies, I would love to see Robert Stone get like a segment with the Hurt Business. They're gonna be his eyes. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's exactly what's gonna happen. It's like, hey, work, what's up, Hurt Business? I'll see you guys on Monday night. Just wanted to know if you need like a new management or some shit like that. <laughs> I'm dying. They're gonna work on Raw Underground. That's that's the shit I always hate. Like especially now with WWE, their roster is like loaded of people. And most of these, like, sometimes these gimmicks, they can, like, interweb with one another. Like, you have the Robert Stone brand, and you have the Hurt Business. Nah, yeah, but you have other than them, you have people beating up a white kid. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically yo. it. Yo. MVP, I'm like, yo, we don't roll with broke boys. Exactly. That's exactly simple and plain. That's all they gotta do. That's honest. I would be down for that. I was like, nah, we don't mess with broke boys. Like, it's like because they just showed have Robert Stone hanging out at Raw. Like, hey, what's up, guys? Like, some shit like that. Like, they're going to take a lead away from him. Ooh. I'll I heard they, they hinted, hinted at payback that they might add a, a, a woman to the group. I'll be down with some Shayna Baszler in her business. Business will pick up. Hey, love me some Shane or Baszler. I'm like, yo, I don't know if you've been seeing like on Raw Talk, huh? And R Truth, they little back and forth. They've been going at it like with food and stuff. And they showing like a different shot side to Shana that they usually don't show. I'm a Shane Bays Mark. Shane Bays Mark. I'm a Shane of Bays Mark. Shane Bays Mark. Now, you're going to put that on a t-shirt or a hoodie. 
Wait, wait till we start printing out merch. Merch. That's gonna be the first item. Nah, long term booking gotta be the first item. Yeah, that's what. Don't worry, we come with merch. Twenty twenty one, guys. We're gonna get us some black hoodies, black shirts, maybe a little sticker. No retribution shit though. <laughs> we'll put Chris Garcia's get a selfie on there. The Garcia shirt. <laughs> 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 the, the luscious big Chris is a draw. I keep telling y'all, they love him in UK. Fish and chips and Chris is what they say over there. <laughs> <laughs> Little fish and chips, no nobody. Hey, fish, chips, and Chris. That that be the first like um, international meetup if we do one over there. Fish, chips, and Chris. With you know why. It's just our song. That's what it is. <laughs> They're like, oh, what is what is this? What is this Saison that he's always talking about? What it's is Saison? Saison? I was going to say, um, her business. And then we have the um, the breakup of the, the golden the golden role models. Oh. And I'm not being... They, they picked the golden shit off of the Omega um, Ibushi team, right? Someone just had a rib. Yeah, I, I was like that. That can't. That could not be just out out there for no reason. Like it felt like a little like wink, wink. Which yeah, is I'm cool gonna... though, because it, it seemed like they was able to do it while not being overly saying this is a new Japan thing. Like if you, it was like if you know, you know type shit. Yeah, I can see that. The golden role models. Because when you know, you know. And I'm pretty sure they 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 um they pitched that shit to Vince. We're gonna call ourselves the Golden Role Models because you know role models, and then we're at the high standard. I love it. I think um I remember on Twitter. I think Bailey Bailey didn't even like that name at first. The Golden Role Models. Nah, because somebody was saying that to her. She was like, I don't even like that name. <laughs> I liked it. Like I said, because it reminded me of the Golden Lovers, and I thought that was the reason why they picked it. Yeah, but it's terrible. It's a fucking terrible name. Well, there's no more now. No more. Bailey, Bailey had to attack first. She did. Because she had to attack because it was going to come from Sasha. Sasha lost the tag title. She lost the belt. And you over here carrying around your championship. It was only going to be a matter of time before she would have went upside her head. She was like, no titles couldn't be me. <laughs> exactly. We <all> know. <laughs> we like, I ain't going to be out here titleless and you over here carrying this shit around my, your shoulder. Fuck out of here. So... <laughs> I think that was smart. She worked out. And it goes off the show, too, because it's not like twice now in their relationship where Bailey has attacked Sasha. Because remember that other time where we thought, like, she was finally getting some edge? Yeah. So now that, now this time, so now the narrative can be, like, Bailey, Bailey screws Sasha or some shit like that. They showed, like, a timeline of the past Sa- years. Oh, Bailey, Bailey- whipping... Bailey didn't exactly. screw Sasha, okay? Sasha screwed Sasha. I would love for them to cut that promo with Bailey. I think that would do wonders for her. I think she can nail that. It'll be better than this is your life, Bailey, type of shit. It because was Bailey's As Vince said, it wasn't Bailey's fault. <laughs> nah, I wish they nah somebody got going WWE. I would love for Bailey to recite those that that line. Like I didn't screw Sasha. Sasha screwed Sasha. Exactly. 
I mean, Bailey, man, she's been ruthless this year, you know? I like it. Anybody could get it. I feel like what they're going to do, I feel like her character is going to take, like, a crazy-ass bump or, like, a hit in the head, and she's going to revert back to the old Bailey. I don't think almost that's how Almost like she gets heel, broken. Yeah, not, 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 like, not like anytime soon, but I feel like once this heel character, they, they expended all they can do with it, I think that's the out clause they can go. Like, if she gets hit, and then she starts becoming like that fangirl again. She's like, oh my god. Cause also the USA and main roster audience, they've never really seen fangirl Bailey. They seen the final product of it when she got called up, but they didn't see all that storyline work and that promo segment work of her doing all that hugging shit. I can imagine her first like promo, like hugging somebody backstage again. And then like after all the shit you just pulled on us? Yeah, and, I, and that'll be dope because then they be like, you was just mad, ruthless, and now you back to hugging people. It's like, WWE, please keep that in mind. They were like, yo, there's Rona going around. No hugging. No hugging, baby. <laughs> Social distance. <laughs> Especially right now, man. Like, so six feet, please. Like, somebody like Peyton Roy, so like Natalia saying that. Six feet, please. No hugs. But um, when do you guys think they should um, what when, when should this first match between Bailey and Sasha occur? At Hell in a Cell. I don't know. You said Hell in a Cell. Hell in a Cell. Some people was debating um how long they should hold this feud out for, like a mania type of thing. I was like, you can't predict. Oh. It's too far off. I think if she would if she would have turned like November December, then I could see Mania. But it's too far right now, and there's a lot of pay per views. Yeah, you could tell they was trying to hold out for a crowd with this for a while, but now they was like, all right, we gotta push the button. And how? And a cell. But the thing is, with the hell in a cell for Bailey and Sasha, I guess because their 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 feud or right now hasn't reached that tipping point yet. No. And, and also, I, oh, no, no, go ahead, Chris. No, I was gonna say that hopefully, you know, they break the table the first time around. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I was so pissed when um fucking Charlotte and Sasha got it because they I remember when they was promoting that first ever Hell in the Cell match, women's like crazy, but they didn't even need to promote that because the storyline they were in promoted it itself. Yeah, and then that, that first match they had, well, the first Hell in the Cell match wasn't. Too good anyway. It wasn't now, too good, but I was. I think a, a lot of it was like a lot of people would turn a negative on it just because they try to like shoehorn it down your throat. Like this was the first one. Like yes, yeah. we we've watched WWE, you guys. You, we watched the product. There's not been a girl in Hell in a Cell before. We know. Now, now that we Sasha know. Becky won last year was fire. Yeah, yeah, that one was good. It did its thing. It did what it was supposed to do. <laughs> It did a stain. It did a stain. <laughs> but um, hmm, a lot. Some people say Rumble. Some people say Mania. Some people say Hell in a Cell. But we don't know when we're gonna get it. I, I just don't want it to be wasted on like a lower tier pay per view. Like we getting this shit at TLC. Nah, I think that they're gonna do like probably a three series match, culminating at Mania. Nah, nah. I'm talking about nah. like the last, the last match probably be like the Rumble or something like that. I can see that. 
You don't even need to go that crazy and make it a, a, a three-part series. You can just go book it right the first time, and that's it. Nah, they're not going to end it after one match. This They've been dragging this out for a year. But no, like what Chris said, they need to start promoting that. Like, have a few to, like, you know, we're going to the best of three. Like, they, we haven't got that in a while. Mm. Like, some real I just, technical... I just think that sometimes it just, it, it just gets a little too much. It gets stale. But if you're doing best of three, that's only three matches, possibly two. If... Yeah, but back to back, it, it gets saturated at times. True. That's just, that's just me. Like, you have to be able to spread it out where let people digest it. And then it's like, okay, let's do this again. That's mm-hmm. like, imagine if they would have done the same thing for Kenny and um, Okada, if you would have done it back to back to back to like back. that. Yeah. Like, it gets saturated. You have to let it milk. You can, true, they true, can true. do their own thing, but they can always still have that feud. Same thing with Bret Hart and HBK. Like, you never really got those back to back. They milked it a bit. Yeah, they need to milk this one because this right there is their money women's feud for the year. Yeah. They don't need to go crazy. Just keep sometimes you just you just gotta keep it simple, stupid. <laughs> That's it. Keep it simple, stupid. I could just be on the door of WWE creative. What is we all? <laughs> um Anything else on the Raw SmackDown side? Oh, it, was one, good. it was one little funny tidbit on Raw. Um, Kevin Owens was going into Raw Underground, and he runs into um Shane. Yeah. Oh, wow, what he said? And then he gave him that look, like, I don't fuck with you. <laughs> I like that, though, because that keeps the, the continuity. They had that whole yeah. feel. For like almost two years, so you just keep like, hey Shane, like no, that was your character, your character, yeah. Shane. Hello, Shane. And then, um, also, oh, shout out to Drew, nigga. Drew works, Randy Orton. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> three, three Claymore kicks. Damn. Give him some CTE. <laughs> um. Yeah, and then they like they sort of teasing you can see because um I think Drew interfered with um Keith Lee's match again. Mm-hmm. You could tell like Keith Lee's getting a little fed up now, like all right. Like enough's enough. Yeah. <laughs> enough's enough. <laughs> enough's enough. I'm about to clap somebody. Mm. What do you guys think of his theme and gear and all of this shit surrounding Keith Lee? I mean, I mean, it's, I mean, it's weak, but there was a reason why they had to change it. It's like something with the the music dude is like up, like the deal. Yeah, CFO. He um he has actually they have a they off on anything new on the roster. So anybody that's like coming up or like splitting up, like the Iconics, they had different theme songs. That that guy made that joint too. So. Yeah, I know a lot of people when he debuted, it was like, "What the fuck?" Like the gear, yeah, the theme. But I think also it's it's not their fault because the deal has expired. But it just goes on to show you like what WWE has done with NXT call ups. Like you see somebody for a period of time, next thing you get on Raw, 
and they got a whole fucking new name. But they, but they took and out the a proportion this time. Like, <laughs> it was literally people crying like, "Oh, he's over. He just beat Randy Orton clean." But no, it just goes to show with like, like the way WWE has done shit in the past. Because they didn't tell nobody about the deal. So here they go seeing Keith Lee, who's coming in with momentum. Next thing you know, he got new gear and new theme. They're like, yo, what the fuck is this? It was like, very, very reminiscent of the, 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 the war. What was their first name? The Viking Experience. The Viking, like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> a Viking experience. Yeah, like that's a, for a while. Oh. Oh. I was like, yo, who's man is this? <laughs> I felt so bad for them. That was that was honestly the worst thing I I've seen in a long time. It's just the they experience. Were, like, I what? hated that. I hated that they left the whole war machine thing. I was like, okay, cool. They get promoted. First of all, they when they first showed up, they they showed them as war machine. What NXT or Raw? On NXT. Okay. And oh, yeah, then, I, I did remember like there was like war here and there. Yeah, it was there was war machine. Then they changed it. Then they became the war raiders. Then you go from war raiders. To the um to them getting promoted and they're like the Viking experience. What are they know now? The Viking Raiders. The Viking Raiders, which they should have been since when they debuted on Raw. Like that experience shit derailed them so much. They still haven't recovered from that. Like, bruh. <laughs> they won multiple titles since then. But it's the mystique was like off. Like literally, you know wrestling. It's for in life. Your first impression is the biggest. Yes. They've been fine since then. Been no, no, no. But I'm saying casuals who don't watch NXT, who don't watch indies, they see two niggas come out as the Viking experience. That already sounds cliche in '90s, and they don't even know them. Like, like I said, they haven't seen their work. They're like, "Who the fuck is the Viking experience?" And then the next week, you're gonna change them to the Viking Raiders. That's what I'm saying. Like. They should have came up as the Viking Raiders, but the experience shit like fucked them. That was the experience. <laughs> <I'm fucked. laughs> Jesus Christ, that shit was that was just terrible. Oh god. I was just like at this moment, like, is this a rib? <laughs> is this a rib? I, I, would, I would love to see like Triple H's like backstage reactions. Like, I want to know, like, does he go to back? Because he's the liaison between NXT's creative team and Raw and SmackDown. So I don't understand how he can be like, yo, we're doing X, Y, and Z with so-and-so. Can y'all please carry that over? It's like, nope, we're just going to try something. Completely yeah, different. like, they probably going to have Velveteen Dream come out, like, fucking um, Eric Foreman. Velveteen. The Velveteen experience. <laughs> that experience is almost up with him. A lot of people, yeah, speaking of him, a lot of people got their, their, their pitchforks. Like, I don't know what's going on. I, I've, like, I, I've checked and they said he hasn't been accused or, like, confirmed of any, like, wrongdoing. And WWE has put out an investigation quotes. But a lot of people want his head. 
which is maybe why we've seen less and less of him. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. Like, I remember when he debuted, it was like Velveteen. Like, isn't he supposed to be on the vest? And then that's the shit we thought. Like, they had investigations and shit like that, but if nothing. Over everything, also very like we don't know, we don't yeah. know anything, and that's what a lot of people. If you're not working for WWE, what the fuck do you know? You just watch TV like the rest of us, and then you hear the, you hear everything through the news, like every smirk. Like, no, shut the fuck up. That's it. Like, I have on good authority, he did it. Like, how how do you know, Mark from Indiana? Oh, he he definitely <laughs> did it. I read it on the internet. <laughs> My friend Mark, <laughs> he knows it all. <laughs> like, shut the fuck up. Oh, God. But I think we're all, all good on WWE side. Anything else? Mm, nah. Yeah. I know. Hey, we can talk about the, yeah. the iconics before we jump over to AEW. What do you see, like, Peyton Royce? Because I think that's, that's the one they have their eyes on on. So you don't know, like, What's going to be her next character? Like, is she going to be paired up with somebody? Because I, I, I do think I think she needs somebody packaged with her. I don't really see her as like a solo. Nah, they've given her the solo person. That's they, why they broke the with who? I don't know though. That's what I'm saying. I just don't. I can't really see Peyton as a, like a solo person carrying the weight. I don't know. They apparently they got big plans yeah. for her. No, she could prove me wrong. That be. They've- That'd be cool. I, I would like to see anybody succeed. I just don't see it right now for me personally. I, and I, th- I, totally and I said that, that about Hangman Page last year. You could dig that up in our archives. I was slandering Homeboy's name. And who's running the Hangman fan club now? Me. <laughs> like me. <laughs> Mr. Hangman. Mr. Hangman. Would you please, please buy me a drink? That boy is entertaining. He's like, that, that, that boy is. is. <laughs> that boy is. Mr. Randy Watson. Oh, we get to, um, that could like the perfect um segue. AEW, a lot of shit is like going on right now in AEW. I mean, a lot. Like, we got the whole. They move. The whole elite. Question mark, possible uh, turning back the clock in a sense from a few people. That's all you need. And then that goes into what we were saying last episode about how people, when they saw AEW was coming on TNT, and it was like, who the fuck is this? Like, why is Kenny Omega being booked like this? It was like, because the story, they need, like, I, I think this is, honestly has been like AW's. I think they've had a perfect yearish since being on, except for the Matt Hardy stuff like, that happened over the weekend. But other than that, they had they they they've gotten ratings. I've seen a lot of people on my Facebook asking about AEW, who used to watch wrestling back in the day because you know they're running all the promos. I had a few people hit me up. It was like, yo, what's this AEW shit I keep seeing during the, the games? Like, they lit? I was like, yeah, it's good. So, they've been doing their thing. So, shout out to AEW. I've known people that were the exact same way. And you know what sold them? Who? Orange Cassidy. Cassidy. 
Orange County, regard like I honestly feel like he was he was a big social media buzz. They was just like, who the hell is this cool cat? I told you that that video leaked of him online. Everybody got a hand of it. And then I think it was the presentation too, because um whatever they shot from him, you could tell it wasn't a WWE event. And people who have known wrestling for so long in America have only known like WWE. They were like, what is this? Like shit, like what is this different wrestling in America? So they're like, are there indies? Yeah, I like indie wrestling. It's not shut, shut the fuck up. <laughs> but no, he's doing that thing. Um, shit. What do y'all want to start first from AEW? Easy. Let's talk about the best day ever. Oh, middle. I'm, I'm happy for him. I, I would say, he he he's in that trilogy of like the WWE stars. No, actually the quartet. That I felt AEW, if they had the opportunity, they should get just because fan reaction and the glass ceiling that they were in the other company. FTR, Moxley, Brody Lee, and now him. And I feel like it's all perfect. Can we talk about? Can we? Can like, I also want to mention how a great job Brody Lee has been doing? No, nah, he has, and that's why I, I, I was always a big proponent. I was like, I. Because I remember back when we started, it was just Moxley. I was like, if those three jump ship to AEW, those are the guys that they had to get. Because you can't beat genuine fan affection and reaction. People yeah. literally, I don't know too much about FTR, but it was just the way that they were getting shunned and they, they're good at what they do. So I was a fan of them. But literally, Moxley, Miro, and who else I said? Brody. Brody. You guys just saw um, Matt Cardona in there, as like Anna Ray mentioned. But those, like, people, like, people generally wanted to see good things happen to them, and it's, yeah. Succeed for them. And that, that will carry wherever they go. So that's why I felt like that was perfect for them. And then you, and then you always have the fanboys that want to go ahead and say, oh, well, AEW are just picking up WWE scraps. Look at them trying to succeed and trying to be different. I was like, don't know shit. Yeah, that's that's not scraps. That that is wasted gems that WWE had on their doorstep and just said, ah, no, nah, not today. Maybe maybe down the line. And there's legit good talent. It's the good like shit. you said, Brody Lee is fucking killing it. Like, if you would have showed this like a Brody Lee promo to somebody who watched WWE, like a WWE life of no indie, no nothing. People are like, what the hell was this on TV? It was like, because they never tapped into that. And that's the thing that we were trying to say. Like, all these wrestlers have, like, different shit that can get over if properly catered. I also do like how, you know, his character with the Dark Order is basically that, you know, a lot of people saying this is like a rib on Vince mm-hmm. McMahon. Like, I don't know if you guys have been watching the, uh, the Elite series. I've seen a couple, but I remember his first promos. He had, like, the steak and the sneezing, like, Vince McMahon. Stories. Yeah, dude, if you keep watching mm-hmm. it, 
you just there's nothing more you can do but just laugh just laugh like you're just gonna like sing your fucking like head off just of laughter and he's even like a genuinely like great guy. Like I was like I would love to meet he him, is. like Brody Lee. Yeah, I got a him a couple of years back in um Orlando. Mm-hmm. Um and he was he was honestly this cool as fuck. Now he, he comes off like that on TV. Like, yo, what's up? And he's he, just a prank. You guys ever follow him on Twitter? Like there's anything like you talking. That's all it is. Tuesday of the week. Mm-hmm. Damn. Crazy shit. Oh. Like, it's just an awesome joke. <laughs> um, I was about to say what I was going to say. But yeah, so we have Dak, Brody Lee, and I think Rus- uh, Miro. Miro's going to bring that. That's a great get for EW. That's like Christmas came early type of talent that they got over there now. After the talks of him, like, well, I'm going to retire. Even when he said that, though, I had a feeling it was like a Jericho troll job. Because, you know, Jericho be doing that shit. They were like, Jericho, aren't you wrestling this week? And I ain't wrestling ever again. Man, that was It's like enough troll. But now with the additions, what they got this year, AEW twenty twenty one might be some heat. Fuego. Like Eddie Kingston versus Miro, Brody Lee versus Brian Cage. We don't even have Pop back. We still got fucking Pentagon in there. Like the return of the cleaner. Like twenty twenty one could be the year because right now they're getting the momentum. I think they broke a million. I think this past Dynamite they. Broke a million again. It's picking up. And it was good, too, because, like we said, the whole scheduling these past weeks with the games on was all over the place. And, you know, you could lose a crowd like that. Yeah. yeah the crowd, um, I've seen the ratings on that. They pretty much stuck around on the Saturday, and it wasn't too much of a dip. So, that. So EW might be they might be coming back with some heat, but we do gotta talk about the Matt Hardy because that was the oh yeah, because you haven't seen it. Like you said, you only got caught up to the Jurassic. Yeah. And I've been I've been caught up with adulting shit and I haven't been able to really fully see what happened. You know, Mr. Hardy. Well, I can say because Malcolm, did you watch it live or you Yeah, I see I seen it live. Yeah, so basically, he li- they he literally landed his body landed like lower half was like on the table, top half shoulders and head mm-hmm. concrete, and then That's she not threw up. No, no, she threw up the X, so you kind of already tell like something was like off. Because when you saw it again, you saw like he completely missed the table. Like there was no safe pad, no Shane McMahon. Bumper, none of that. Nigga hit. But Matt Hardy never died. You didn't even know where he was at when he got up after that. Yeah, I'll say, but when you could tell when shit got fucked up is when Sammy tried to pick him up and his legs went dead weight, like noodles. 
Like, he had to be dragged. And he was like, oh, nah, this, this can't continue. And then, lo and behold, like, a few minutes later, here they go going up against a, a scaffolding to provide the finish. And then it made it look bad. They talked about they stopped the match when they did the X the first time. And they said they did a concussion, you know, protocol in, like, two cool. minutes. Yeah, you can't do that in no two minutes. And then you see your man come back out of the curtain, and he's stumbling around the whole arena. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> then you had on um, Matt Hardy's wife on. You know she was blowing up. She was killing um Tony Khan. Only thing killing. I don't get, Rebby, like Rebby has a has a mouth. I, I understand. Like she was watching. I was like, why are you texting this nigga? You see, he's fucking wrestling. Yeah, I understand that part. You know, like she was texting him, like, "Are you dead ass on?" So like, why are you up there? Like this nigga is wrestling. He ain't. He's concussed. He's not near his phone right now. But then she was like texting like Matt and um and she was like, Oh, I thought what's going on? Why why I still got him out there? Basically it should have been shut down after the, the table spot. Yeah. But I think that's what a growing company and I think because I think they also know that like a lot of hardcore fans like real wrestling not real wrestling fans, but like hardcore fans. Who can look past that shit? They even was like, nah, you can't do this. Well, I'm happy he's okay, though. That, that, it was scary. I can't even imagine falling from that and hitting concrete. God damn. And people say wrestling isn't fake. I mean, wrestling is fake. And that was not even yo. It was a bad night for Matt on on All Out. You got the other man, he went on, who Matt Jack, Matt Seagull, Sindel. Oh yes, Evan. I never see. I never see uh, nah, his um. If they're smart, they they should turn that into a storyline. Like it happened, he survived, but you can't act like it didn't happen. So just turn that shit into a storyline, like how they did with Titus in the slide. I was straight. Now you have some AEW, whoever, or like some low card nigga. Like, hey, I saw you in the Royal, and I saw you slip. Like some shit like that. Oh. Well, I'm trying to think what else we got. Omega. No, the, the woman's match was great. I feel like Hakira, um, she does, she, she's just a woman without a country right now. Like the AEW's <laughs> women's division, as good as AEW has been, their women's division is Trust. not good right now. It is. It's bad. It's bad. I didn't even know they had a women's division. They, I, I would say they they have they have about five women to build off of. They have Sheeta, they have Nyla, they have Swole. Um, Ty Conti as well. Uh, she was a really nice little prospect that they um she was over at uh. Um, nothing really came into uh, fruition. Mm-hmm. So I'm very curious to see how 
you know, how she does now. Where she's gonna be it. She's gonna be showcased now on their bases. Okay. I was about to say, but also, uh, but Britt Baker, that's another fan club. I love me some Britt Baker. Adam Cole, you lucky bastard. How you felt about the um, main event? You know some crazy ass shit? I fell asleep. (laughs) (laughs) It was actually a good match, even though it had a weird finish. Because I had ordered pizza. Pizza came. I ate it. I laid on the couch. Next thing I knew, it was three o'clock. You just <laughs> but no, I liked it though. I think it was good that and I know a lot of people was complaining that MJF didn't win, but I'm like he he didn't need to win. Like it, it, it showed his growth that he was able to be in a battle with a champion. Now he adds that season into his character of being almost there. Yeah, he didn't have no bullberry on. Yeah, so a lot of people, they always do that. Like, a lot of the complaining, like, oh, the young guy should have got it. Like, MJF has time. Hopefully, man. God willing, this man has probably, what, six, seven, eight, nine, ten more years in this company. Like, he will win the championship someday. Like, it's not going nowhere. Shit, I don't even know if the feud is over. Probably not. Because I'm pretty sure he's going to get the reverse because he used the the paradigm shift. So he has a legit backup for like a rematch. So I don't think it's over. But I do know who's probably coming. I, pro- I think I do know who's going to take the belt off of um, Moxley. I think it's going to be Omega. Like if he goes full heel, I think Omega gets the belt once he makes that turn. I can see it happening. And I think that would be perfect. You go from a face, because then now you're going to get the hangman, the hangman um, chase for the title. With legit heat added into the story. It is because I, I think I think it goes next up is gonna be Hill Omega and then the baby face reign of Hangman. And I think I, I think MJF takes it from Hangman. But we're booking out that the wazoo. Um before we get out of here, guys, oh you want to talk about the Twitch third party? Um, I just know I don't really watch too many Twitch. I don't even why have a Twitch, but I know like a lot of WWE like roster talent. They they've been doing it a lot. Like I know Oscar has her own YouTube channel. Peyton Royce has one. So it did Twitch feel is, Twitch and cameo. Yeah, it did feel kind of weird out of the blue, like, why did this come down all of a sudden? Especially in quarantine, where people are bored. They, you know why? So, yo, there's a theory that they threw out. So, Mama when Roman came back on SummerSlam, right? Mm-hmm. So, obviously, there's something new with Roman. He got new teeth. 
So it was oh. like he got some pearly wise. It was burly. like that. It was like Vince seen those teeth. It was like, hold on, how do you afford those things? I don't pay y'all that much. <laughs> then he got he got one of the Twitch and cameo thing. He's like, hold on, hold on, we about to share everything now. Yeah, make- like, ooh, too much money over here because you know Roman has a uh, uh, cameo too. So, oh, he does. Yeah, oh, everybody on the roster has a cameo. Fucking Alexa Bliss is charging like 400, 500 a pop per person. She's smart though. Get them wrestling nerds incels will pay that shit. They're like, yeah. That's why they. It was a thing because it was like, oh, y'all using this, but y'all using y'all characters, and we we WWE's not getting paid off. Not they're not getting a slice of the pie. <laughs> I don't think it it does. You also got to think of it as the business part of it. Like, yeah, you're using your like your likeness, but you look at it as it can, as a businessman. It's your character. You you can't control the character because let's say so things like that leak over, and it just it ruins a a, a different type of amp, you know like ambiance. That's how I looked at it. They say you can use it just. Don't use your yeah, use government. You know yeah. exactly the government name. No one is telling you that you can't do. It. And I think that was a lot of the big misconception. That there was like, oh well, now here comes you know WWE now controlling everybody. This is why everybody wants to leave. And they're like, no, you guys can do whatever you guys want. Just not it's smart though because the name. like you said, the internet right now, you could it could be a turn into a rabbit hole. Yeah, that was second. Yeah, so next thing you know, they don't need like a Roman Reigns cusses out fan over cameo because now his name is attached to it. Yeah, yeah. Somebody was like, "Oh, well, why don't they just um WWE just take a cut?" Like, yeah, nobody taking no cut. No, no. That's a whole lot of cuts. I want to know who cutting that. My God, they ain't taking. They getting all that money back. Take them out. Take a cut. No, I mean, they were just maybe thirty days. Get your shit together, and that's it. And I was wondering because I seen like um, what was it? Liv Morgan. She had like made a YouTube page, but she had like a government thing. So I'm like, what the hell is going on? With this? Yeah. Everybody's changing their 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 handles and shit. Now, like Peyton Royce been like that. Her government was like on it. I was like, who the fuck is this bitch? I was like, oh, it's Peyton Royce. Niggas gotta switch it up. Yeah. And she had like some segment where her yeah. Billy Kay and Emma was on the couch. I lost a few kids after that. He's <laughs> 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 like, oh, Tom. Gotta go to daycare. <laughs> oh, man. Yo. Yeah, we some wild boys. Uh, y'all got anything else before we wrap it up? <laughs> Not at all. I think we hit the, the P's, the Q's, the dot, the, the I's, the cross, the T's. Twitches, the cameos. Yeah. The snitches and the bitches. Yeah, see y'all next time. What's the next pay-per-view we got? Um, um is there a pay-per-view this month? Is it TLC? Wait, oh, no, is it, no. Um, Clash of Champions? Yeah, Clash of Champions. Yeah, Clash, okay. Clash of Champions is later, oh, yeah. is later on this month. COC? Clash of Champions. Yeah, we'll see what happened with that. We'll hit y'all with the... Uh, I guess review. I wonder if they're gonna fill it out with like the whole like if you're a champion in WWE, no matter the brand, I wonder if you're gonna be be booked for that show. Mm. Cause I know they're starting up the UK, so I don't know if that would be like a good voyage to traveling back and forth, but who knows? Man, I'm just waiting for Tony Ooh. Stone to hit my screen on USC. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, like we we'll go from there. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. But now we all good. Good episode, y'all. This is Teddy Lucid. Indeed. Money Mount. The Prophet Chris. Fish and Chips and Chris. With a little sasson <laughs> on the side. <laughs> all up in your face. And we out. We out, y'all. Later.